Life Radio. Stories at the intersection of music and life. Hello and welcome to Music Life Radio. I am your host, Dan Sauter. Music Life Radio is a free podcast available on iTunes and your interwebs at musicliferadio.com and features interviews and stories about and related to music. Today we're doing something a little bit different on Music Life Radio. We're actually doing three interviews, three musical profiles of artists, all under the same manager, Michael Stover. We have Amy Rose, Doug Briney, and Josie Milner. All of these artists fall under the country or country pop genre. First up, we feature Amy Rose. Amy Rose grew up in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, where she began her singing career at the age of five. Part down-home country girl, part sophisticated musical veteran, Amy has already earned a reputation for being one of Ontario, Canada's best-known secrets. Amy's first album, One Special Girl, was released independently when she was 13. On the strength of that album, she landed a spot on Dorian Baxter's Gospelinium Tour, opening for Joni and Kathy Twitty, the daughters of her then-idol Conway Twitty. But before we get right into the interview with Amy Rose, we listen to the story behind her song, Redneck Reunion, Party Like a Redneck. My sister was a huge fan of the pop group VIP in the early 90s, which two of the guys from there, um, Marty Beecroft and Glenn Colson, are the producers of this new upcoming album of mine. And when my sister had first found out that I was working with them, she went completely boy, teen, crazy, ballistic. So excited. So she had asked me, um, you know, can I can I come meet them, Amy? And I was like, um, God, no, Amanda, because clearly you're going to embarrass me, and that is not something that I want to happen at this moment in time, right? So long story short, she was getting married, and I had asked Glenn, which was her boy crush, um, to come out and do a duet with me at her wedding. And when he came out to sing, um, we, had, we had done our song, and my grandpa had come up to him afterwards and had said, you know, you know, son, well, you're a pretty good singer, but let me tell you that Conway Twitty, now that's what you call an entertainer. And at that point, you know, Glenn just kind of looked at my, his surroundings because he is definitely Mr. Hollywood, right? And I come from the redneck family, right? So, you know, he kind of looked at his surroundings and went, oh my God, Amy, this is, this is such a song. And uh, long and behold, we put pen to paper and Redneck Reunion, Party Like a Redneck, was created. It's a train wreck, what a mess All out, that's how we We're down on country bunkings Edit again Down the road, we all know Bottom barn, that's how we roll If you want a good time Well, come on in Yeah, it gets crazy But we're having fun So if you party hard Well, the work week is done Then come on down To my grave Grandma tells him to hush up The farmer's house is looking pretty Uncle Jack is looking for love We know how to hoot We know how to holler No time better get things better Underneath the blue collar 
Music has always been a huge part of me from a very young age. At the age of five, I grew up with the likes of Patsy Cline, Tammy Wynette, Conway Twitty, the fabulous Dolly Parton. You know, when most five-year-olds were singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star and learning how to sing the alphabet, I was, you know, singing these songs by, you know, these artists, Crazy, 9 to 5, um, Stand By Your Man. I've, you know, it's just something that I've always had a passion for. And, you know, it just, it doesn't get any better than these artists. I was about five years old and I remember um, going down to a local fair here in Barrie, uh, Promenade Days, and there was a competition going on and it was uh, a bunch of singers getting up and singing some songs for a prize. And I remember my mom and I sitting down and watching this and saying to my mom, you know, mom, I want to get up there and I want to sing. And at this point, my mom really had no idea that I could sing, right? So, you know, she, she was like, no, hon, we're going to sit here and we're going to watch the show and, and, and then we'll go on some rides later. And I was like, no, mom, mom, I really, I want to get up and I want to sing. And, uh, so they humored me, right? And, and I got up and I sang. And at that point, um, my mom just kind of was like, whoa, you know, there's something here and let's work with it. And, you know, from there, it's, it's been something that I've been doing nonstop, you know, if for the last <laughs> 20 plus years, right? Oh my God, I'm showing my age, but yeah, it's been a long time. I come from a family of all girls. Um, I have two younger siblings, uh, sisters, and um, I remember like dancing in the living room with them and singing and, and doing little plays and skits, right, for, for family and friends. And um, I also have three girls, so... Um, it, it just, it means a lot to me to see them, you know, dancing and singing in the living room and, you know, it, it, it really just hits the heart. It just, it goes to show that music goes a long way. Right. And, you know, it just, it all, it puts a smile on your face, whether it be a song playing on the radio or, or your children, you know, dancing and singing in the living room. It just, it reminds me a lot of me and my siblings. And that is what music means to me is happiness.
I've been compared to the likes of Carrie Underwood and Kelly Clarkson, which are two great female artists. I love them both to death. But also at the same time, they're two very different artists. So, you know, to, to be compared to these fantastic women, um, I, I guess it puts me into the point where, you know, I'm, I'm trying to walk a fine line and, you know, really find the true, um, you know, what sets Amy apart from these artists, right? And the, the best that I can come up with so far is, you know, I'm your typical, um, I, I guess what people are calling redneck princess, right? So, you know, give me your souped up truck and, you know, as long as there's a tiara inside of it, I'm good to go. I am a huge, huge shopping fanatic. I mean, I am one of those girls that um, probably the poster child of um, Confessions of a Shopaholic, right? So, <laughs> you know, put me in the direction of a mall and give me a credit card and I am good to go. You know, I, I, don't, uh, I don't do the outdoors very well, right? So give me your four-star, five-star hotel, you know, with plug-in outlets for my hair utensils. Um, then, you know, we're good to go. So I'm, I'm hoping just the spunky side of, you know, Amy and the, and the wacky, crazy, you know, country side of me is what sets me apart from these fantastic ladies. We're going to listen to another song by Amy. This one, I just want you to know, which is actually a cover of a Backstreet Boys song. But first, we're going to listen to the story behind the selection and recording of the song, I Just Want You to Know. Okay, so I really can't take full credit for this song. Um, my friend Jessica, who is a huge BSB fan, um, had brought this song to me about five years ago and had said, you know, Amy, this is a really good song and I could really picture it in country and I could picture you singing it. So I listened to the song and I fell in love with it and it became one of those songs that I became obsessed with. I would listen to it day out and day in and um, it was just altogether a good song. And um, I'm one of those people where I like taking songs and picking it apart, especially a great pop song. You know, I like showing people that it can also be a great country song, right? And that's what I tried to do with this song. So um, I had brought it to my producers and I had said, you know, hey, what do you think of the song? And they, they loved it just as much as I did. So, you know, long story short, this is how we came to record. I just want you to know. Looking at your picture when we first met Made me smile that I could never forget And nothing I could do could protect me from you at night Wrapped around your finger, always on my mind Today's a plan, cause we stayed up all night You and I were
Okay, so 2013 is going to be a crazy busy year for me, and I'm so excited about it. Um, next week, we are in the studio recording my upcoming single, Sunshine, which we're shooting the video for early spring. So coming to a TV screen near you, you can check that out. Um, as well as we've got the radio tour coming up in February, and you know I get to go visit these stations that have given me such great deal of support with this new single or this upcoming single. I just want you to know, you know, so I'm super excited, you know, to be able to go visit these stations because the amount of support that I've received from them is just mind boggling. Um, as well as we are going to Nashville in April to do a show with the amazing Adam Gregory, which has definitely given me a musical high in the last few days because that is um, definitely such an honor to do a show with him. Um, as well as if you want to check out anything to do with me, um, you can go to www.amyrosemusic.com and there you'll find everything about me, my upcoming events. You'll find links to my Facebook, my Reverb Nation, my YouTube, my Twitter. So yeah, definitely give it a check. Doug Briney is both a musical artist and a pastor in Anchorage, Alaska, although he grew up in Southern California. He began, like so many other musicians, singing in church. His first solo was when he was two years old. In college, he had the opportunity to sing in a gospel quartet and travel all over the western half of the USA. He has also had the unique opportunity to sing with the San Diego Opera Chorus. After graduating, Doug went on and has spent the next 23 years leading worship in churches and pastoring. Doug talks about his choice of performing more than just a farm on his recent album, It's All Country. More than just a farm to me. It was the first song that I selected for the CD. I selected that one really because it reminds me of my grandfather. My granddad had a uh, farm in South Central Illinois. And when I was 13 years old, I got to go spend the summer with him and got to work on that farm and learn a lot about what it takes to be a farmer, and including waking up really early in the morning before the before any logical person would ever want to wake up. Farmers are up and out there working, feeding the chickens, gathering the eggs, butchering hogs, getting milk from the cows, all those different things and part of the farm life as well as, you know, taking care of driving the combine and the tractors to take care of the crops. All those things were a part of it. And uh, it really reminds, that song really reminds me of my grandfather, that time that I was able to spend with him. The lessons that were learned on that farm, I you know, that still carry with me today in the memories. And so that's, I guess, why I relate or uh, connect with that song. And it was the easiest for me to connect with. And it was the first one that I really decided to put on the CD. Freckle-faced little guy Came flying up the drive Mom and Daddy tagging right behind City folk head to toe Mama's fancy high you broke Yeah, I'd seen it all before A million times They asked Can he ride the tractor? Can he pet that cow with holes? Well, I laughed real loud Said I'm on my plow Told him all about the farm It was my daddy's and my grandpa's My first kiss It's my past And my future It's my home Where I'll raise my kids 
every acre I planted every seed When I die It's well rest in peace Yeah, it's more than just fun to me Skinny as a rubber band Whiskey face and summer tan That boy came back to work My grandpa's land His hands got rough He got tough Made of the right stuff That high school boy grew To a man My family gave him 20 acres On the day he took his bride Well, he cried out loud, said, I'll make you proud Cause you're the man that changed my life And you said, was my daddy's and my grandpa's That old bond's where I sold my first kiss It's my past and my future It's my home where I'll raise my And I planted every seed When I die, it's well rest in peace That's more than just fun to me And he said every night Heal the God and pray Someday my own grandson will say Was my day It's my past and my future It's my home where I'll raise my keys I've bludgeoned every acre I've planted every seed When I die, it's where I'll rest in peace Yeah, it's more than just a farm It's more than just a farm It's more than just fun to me I grew up in Southern California and uh, country music was just always a part of my life. It was the kind of music that my dad listened to and the first albums that I remember ever playing were my dad's albums because I didn't have them for myself. Uh, old Andy Arnold albums and, and things like that. First album I ever purchased was a Kenny Rogers album. The first concert that I ever went to was a Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers concert, and that was held at Knott's Berry Farm in, in California there. And I remember I was sitting around the third or fourth row, and about halfway through the concert, one of the guys dropped the guitar pick, and he couldn't find his pick, and he shouted out to the crowd, Hey, anybody have a guitar pick out here? And uh, I don't know why I had the pick with me, because I didn't really play guitar at the time, but I held up a guitar pick and... Uh, Gatlin Brothers finished out their concert using my guitar pick. So it was just kind of like a lot of fun. And those were some of those early influences in my life. Well, the very first band that I was ever involved with outside of school marching band and, and uh, school orchestra band, I got involved with a couple guys from school and we, we put together a group called the Checkers. And we were kind of a little jazz band. I played some trumpet and had some fun with that. 
most of my band experiences has been in in churches playing with uh, church musicians and and praise bands there those are all some kind of some fun things we did well music has always it really has it's always been a part of my life since since the very beginning i was two years old when i sang my first solo in church and uh, I grew up singing in church choirs and church uh, youth ensembles, as well as when I got into high school, sang with the adult choir, the big, the big people choir. Went to college as a music major, as a vocal major there. And, and so music has always been a part of my life. It, it really is. You know, I'm also a pastor, and so faith is a huge part of my life as well. And the two of them go hand in hand. I, I, I can't really separate either one of those two things out of my life. They're, they're both a, just a part of who I am. You know, I, I really think the thing that sets me apart it, it, right now is my faith and that it's a, it's a strong part of who I am. And I hope it comes through in the songs that I sing, that, that selection of the songs and how I deliver the songs. I hope it also has an influence in, in the way that I handle my concerts and the way that I deal with the people that I, that I work with, that they find me a person of integrity and, and honesty is whenever I go into those things. And I hope that when I'm performing the, the concerts that uh, the people will see something that's very genuine, uh, you know, someone who really cares about what they're doing, not just trying to get a paycheck, not just trying to make a name for themselves, but someone who really enjoys what they're doing. And there are some other artists that are out there that, that are doing that, um, that have faith a big part of their act without being overly Christian or uh, without being known as a Christian act. I, I tell folks all the time I'm known as a positive country more than a, a gospel singer. And I think that's why people would gravitate to, to the music because they see something that's authentic. Um, as far as being a pastor, I, I, want, I keep myself in check and, you know, through my faith and making sure that I'm honest in the things that I do with folks. And that's a big part of what it, the influence that it has. Uh, it affects my career a little bit and that it, it's difficult for me to be gone on Sunday mornings. I'd like to get out and do some touring, but uh, uh, I also need to be back in church on Sunday morning. And so that, that makes it a little harder. But uh, so far, it hasn't been that big of a stumbling block and we've been able to overcome that and still get out and have a lot of fun with folks. I've got quite a few interests. I, I have a little bit of ADD, so it's hard for me to stay focused on any one thing very long. I do live in Alaska. I love, we call it snow machining here. The rest of the world calls it snowmobiling. Uh, but I love to go snow machining in the wintertime. I, I love to do that. I love to hunt. Uh, I hike. I enjoy rock climbing. I enjoy scuba diving. And there's just a whole lot of things that I enjoy. Uh, you know, and I think it does come about and it plays about in my music and and in the shows that I have I'm able to relate to folks I enjoy working on things and fixing things and and uh, one of the songs I enjoy singing and right now is with our economy the way that it is and everything else I, I really enjoyed that Ronnie Dunn song cost of living is high and and those kind of things come out in that and I I can relate to that song and I think there's a lot of people that can relate to it and I think those things Come, come out in my performances and lets people know a little bit more of who I am. Here's another track from Doug Briney, this one entitled Deja Vu All Over Again. They got the passports and flip-flops at Island Cruises long overdue. The son's in the Navy, daughter Jen has a baby, now it's back to just him too. 
And the phone rings, it's Jan She said I'd like to get my degree If I get some loans I move back home It would sure help your grandson and me Now it's hatches and diapers Barney and friends It's deja vu all over again Cookie kisses and sticky hugs Rubber duckies floating in the tub Oatmeal in the baby's head Tiny fingerprints everywhere They're back where they've already been It's deja vu all over again Deja vu all over again Grandpa's Chrysler just sits there Except for Sunday church a mile away He called and asked about Jan and the baby again At least three times yesterday Where they stopped by last week Found his pipe burning the rug He had fallen asleep while watching TV They said, Dad, move in with us Now it's lectures and reruns, tobacco tins Deja vu all over again Elvis records and earnest hugs Old fishing stories and love you hugs Archie Bunker easy chair Flannel shirts smell everywhere They're back where they've already been It's deja vu all over again Deja vu all over again Well the sandwich generation caught between the young and old They don't mind putting their plans on hold Now they're back where they've already been It's deja vu It's deja vu Deja vu all over again What's next for me musically? I'm We're working right now putting together a band that I can do some touring around in-state here in Anchorage and uh, in Alaska and as well as getting out on the road a little bit with the band. Um, so that's one of the things that's next. The other thing I'm working on is song selections for a uh, new CD and trying to put together the, the theme and the uh, you know, put together a great project for the fans to listen to. Uh, where they can learn about my music is really easy. It's www.dougbriney.com. And we have links to our Facebook page. We have links to our Twitter page. They can purchase some music directly from the site there. They can go to iTunes. And I have to thank a brand new label I just signed with uh, CBM Records. And, and they're getting up the uh, iTunes and the different uh, links there together for us on that. Um, and it's a, it's a great thing. They can learn a lot a lot about what's going on with my music directly from the webpage. We try to keep everything updated there. They're really scared of going to the webpage. They can go to facebook.com forward slash dbsongs. And that's my Facebook page. And they can listen and keep up with what's happening there as well as enter some uh, monthly contests and different things going on there.
Josie Milner is a 17-year-old country music artist, former teen rodeo and pageant princess, and honor student. Growing up on a small farm in Missouri at age 7, she began barrel racing at local rodeos, making the rodeo arena her first stage. She started singing the national anthem at her youth rodeos, eventually graduating to performances across Missouri and Kansas. These performances led to the decision for her to hang up her spurs and follow her dreams of country music fame. In December 2012, Josie released her new single, Not Pretty Enough, which also kicked off an anti-bullying campaign with Josie as a national spokesperson for Angels and Doves. Josie talks about her choice of the song, Not Pretty Enough, and her work on the anti-bullying campaign with Angels and Doves. My manager, Michael, who is actually the one who found Not Pretty Enough, uh, he was watching a horror movie, which is funny to think about. And, you know, he was listening to it, and I get, he thought that it would have been a good song for me, so he sent it to me, and I listened to it, and I obviously fell in love with the meaning behind it, so I decided that I wanted to do it. And so whenever I went into the studio to do it, the guys that I worked with, they were so amazing. They just took this, this simple song and just turned it into something great. And so uh, whenever that one got out, it actually came number 11 on the New Country Music charts on iTunes, which is definitely very cool. And I was having friends and family tell about how they loved it. And um, Not Pretty Enough, that song's... It does kind of have a personal connection to me um, with having my band whenever I first started out. It was my freshman year of high school, and people kind of teased me about it and joked about it and didn't take it seriously. So that, of course, hurt to me because it meant so much to me, and I didn't have that support. And You know, so that, I kind of related to it, but I've been very fortunate to not have to deal with something that um, quite a few other people have had to deal with, with the bullying and all that. So with Not Pretty Enough, I will be joining with Angels and Doves, like I mentioned, and we will be going out and raising awareness for bullying. And, you know, I'll just uh, try to put a stop to it because it's something that needs to seriously um, have some punishment to it because it's just, it's not right. And I don't understand why people have that sort of audacity to do something like that. So I'm definitely very proud of that one. And, you know, that one's just, it's, it's doing really well. Am I not pretty enough? Is my heart too broken? Do I cry too much? Am I too outspoken?
growing up, I was always listening to country music and I was always performing in front of people when I had a chance to. And I always did lip syncs and all that fun stuff. So anytime I got to be in front of people, I took the chance. And actually about two and a half years ago, I had the chance to go sing at the National Steel Guitar Convention in St. Louis. And I got to sing on the main stage there. And uh, that, was def that was definitely very, I was definitely very proud of that. And um, after I was done, I was having people coming up to me and telling me about the talent I had for being so young and questioning me if I'd ever thought about it seriously. And at that point in time, I hadn't because I'd been doing rodeo for eight years. So that's kind of where I thought my career was going to go. But, you know, so uh, I, I got home and I was talking to my parents about it and they thought it was a great idea that I maybe kind of turn around and change change what I wanted to do. And so I got a band together and I held auditions and uh, I got them all together and we started playing out. And so uh, that's where I'm at today. And as far as uh, musical influences, Joni Messina was always a really big one of mine. I went to go see her in concert whenever I was five years old, and I fell asleep before I got the chance to see her, so I was definitely really upset from that. Terry Clark was also another one that I really like, and today, Miranda Lambert's probably one of the most that I admire because of how she's a real person and she doesn't hide behind the camera. And I love her songs that she writes, and uh, she started her age, or started her career, should I say, about my age, so that's... That's always something I admire. Growing up, I was always I always tried out new things. I did beauty pageants and I did a so I did t-ball for a year and I did cheerleading for a while. And um, now I'm, that I'm in high school, I do show choir. I'm really big in the arts and performing arts and whatnot. And then there for a while, I did rodeo for eight years. So you know, I've always uh, had other interests, but music is definitely that number one interest that I've always had. Music is a uh, like I said, it, it is a big part of my life, and music to me is kind of what gets me up every day and gets me going. If, if it wasn't for music, you know, whenever I'm down or whatever, I just listen to music, and that brings me right back up. And Music's my life. Music's what I've always um, listened to or what I've always uh, chose to do, and most kids would rather go sit in the living room and watch TV or whatnot, but me, I'm always either in my room listening to music, or it's just my world revolves around music, it seems. My first band experience, we got to play at Whiskey Tango here in Missouri, which is a pretty big place, and we had the chance to open up for Chris Cagle. It was kind of nerve-wracking at first, because it would be the first show that I had with my band, and uh, there were so many people there you couldn't even walk through, and I just, the, the more people at my shows, the better I am, so to have that sort of crowd there, I, oh my gosh, I was, it was awesome, I absolutely loved it, and to be able to open up for someone like that, it was awesome, and once Chris Cagle got on a little bit later, he actually gave me a shout out from on stage and was asking people how they thought about me and everyone started hooping and hollering. So that was definitely very cool to hear people talk about that. And as soon as I got up there, I loved it and I knew that's what I wanted to do from now on. The, uh, the second moment, the second thrill I've had was whenever we played at a fair in Holden last year in 2012, I had a little girl come up to me and ask for my autograph and uh, she, she, was she was so happy and whenever I gave it to her she said thank you of course and you know she just kind of ran off smiling and giggling and a little bit later before they left they came back and they came to say bye to me and her mom came up to me and said that she'd been crying ever since I signed that poster for her. So, to have a moment like that, to know that I'm inspiring so many little girls and I give them a positive role model to, to look up to, that's um, that's probably one my favorite moment, of course, because it's, it's an amazing moment. 
I'm very fortunate to be able to have the voice that I have, and I'm able to do from the traditional country to the new country to the even some older rock and some newer pop. So I'm definitely very fortunate for my ver for my voice to be so versatile. And uh, so that's, that's kind of different. It's not something you see every day because most bands will stick to one specific kind of music or like the new, the modern music or the old country music. So that's definitely what people really like when they come to the shows. What's next for me is to keep playing out with my band this year and, uh, you know, just keep doing what I love and making music and going to the studio. I will actually be uh, releasing my first album this year, which I'm definitely very excited about. I'm ready for my fair tour, and uh, since I just joined with Angels and Doves, the National Bowling Organization, I will be going around and uh, performing at benefit concerts that they hold and going to talk to schools about bullying and you know, I, I'm, I'm just very proud of what this year is going to hold for us, so I, I definitely can't wait for this year to come. As far as where you can learn more about me, I have all the fun stuff that people have these days. I have a Facebook, facebook.com slash Josie Milner, J-O-S-E-Y-M-I-L-N-E-R. And that there you can see pictures or listen to music or see where I'm going to be playing next. I also have a website, which is josiemilner.com, www.josiemilner.com. And there you can also see pretty much the same thing on Facebook, but you can also, um, you know, buy music on there and see what my next, my event's coming up and pictures and all that fun stuff. And then I also have a Twitter and an Instagram and a YouTube, and you can, you can find the links to all my social media on my website. We're going to leave you with one more track by Josie Milner, this one entitled Dead Flowers. Like flowers in this vase He just brought them home one day Ain't they beautiful, he said They've been here in the kitchen And the water's turning gray They're sitting in a vase But now they're dead Dead flowers 
Special thanks goes out to Michael Stover for setting this up. These three interview profiles with these country music up-and-comers. And, of course, thanks to Amy Rose, Doug Briney, and Josie Milner. I'm Dan Sauter for Music Life Radio. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.